0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, Tuesday edition. It's Tuesday, September 17th, week two of the NFL season. that is in the books, and we know nothing. Actually, we know the Jets are probably not going to be good for a month or so because they are going to be rolling out Luke Falk, it looks like. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Browns get their first win. It's a super fringe show on Monday. Excited to uh, be talking to Ryan Wilson, an audiophile. And now... The newly crowned, technologically advanced Sean Wagner, who put together his audio headset. This is the first time you've done this podcast without uh, a chunk of uh, Apple earbud wires hanging in front of your face, Sean.
1: I should tweet a photo of these Apple headphones, too, I've been using because they they are literally falling apart. You can actually see the individual cords within like the casing. I also want to note, this is the first time that I have like an actual wall behind me, which people will soon be able to see once we go to YouTube.
0: Uh, that's right. We'll be on YouTube soon. And, of course, John Breach, who set up his audio equipment before Sean did.
2: I'm excited about going to YouTube so everybody can see my handsome face. And, you know, just listening to this game and watching it tonight, I was thinking in my head, there's a 50% chance one of us gets fired looking at the Jets roster, saying Falk's name uh, a bunch of times could turn ugly, saying Fickin's name a couple times could get ugly. I mean, it, we're going on a slippery slope here, but I'm ready to go.
0: You've lost your fucking mind if you're fired over Luke Falk. Hey, picking uh, you. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. Anyway, uh, the Jets, they lost <laughs> on Monday night. I, you're right, Breach. We're not going to get fired. It was an ugly one. 23 to three. The Cleveland Browns picked up their first win of the season. I don't know. I don't know what you want to do here. And look, but look, by the way, we have a ton to get to. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick was traded. Um, Eli Manning is going to, uh, keep starting. Maybe Adam Venterry's back. We'll get to all that after the break. We're going to recap this, this Monday night game and sort of get to where the Jets and the Browns are headed here. Um, maybe look at the larger meaning of life and, and whatnot. Uh, Ryan Wilson, as someone who roots for the Steelers and pays close attention to the AFC North, are you worried that the Browns are any good? Cause they won 23 to three. And, um, yeah, like I, I took the Browns minus two and a half before the, when the Sam Darnold news broke, I doubled down and took the Browns some more closer to the game. They snuffed at the Jets. It was never really close. The Jets couldn't muster anything. I'm not sure the Browns were great though.
3: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not sure how good. They are either. And I think the biggest question mark is Baker Mayfield. Mm. He struggled with consistency. He looked confused at times against Greg Williams defense, which the defense didn't play particularly well. C.J. Mosley wasn't out there. Quentin Williams wasn't out there. And I just wonder, I mean, 19 for 35, 325 looks fine, but he had a touchdown and interception. And I just wonder how it's going to be when he faces really good teams on both sides of the ball. The Jets were, were neither. Uh, two of my favorite moments from this game wasn't the Odell Beckham catch or Odell Beckham crying about his visor. It was uh, Mike Tannenbaum calling in to the Monday Night Football booth and giving a scathing scouting report about uh, on Luke Falk being terrible. He can't throw the ball outside the numbers. He has terrible arm strength, but he's really smart. He knows the offense. Sweet. Appreciate that, Mike Tannenbaum. And uh, also, what's Adam Gase doing? Like, What has he brought to that team on any level? Because they could have done exactly what they did on Monday night with no coaches, defense, offense, special teams, and been just as terrible. And finally, what do you think Le'Veon Bell's thinking right now?
2: He's he catching his paychecks, man. Yeah, he, he he's going to the bank on Tuesday or checking his direct deposit. And he does not care that they lost by 20 points. But let me just say that, Wilson, I agree with pretty much everything you said. This was literally this might have been the least impressive 20 point victory I've ever seen in my life. The Browns' offense looked completely lost. Obviously, the big 89-yard touchdown pass to Odell Beckham. The insane one-handed catch by Odell, but that was Odell making plays. I mean, the Jets had great coverage on the one-handed catch, so boom. That's 122 yards that Baker threw for it right there that was literally created by Odell. But again, that's why you bring him in to do things like that. But the, the Browns' offense just was not impressive at all. I don't know how they're going to be a team like the Rams with that offense, but I will say The flip side of that is their defense was amazing. I don't know if Sam Darnold would have been able to do anything because they couldn't block Miles Garrett. He sacked whoever the quarterbacks were in that game, Trevor Simeon, Luke Falk. You know, he got three sacks in the game. They just could not stop the Browns' defense up front. So I thought the Browns' defense was on their A game, but the offense, man, there is a lot to be desired there.
0: uh Miles Miles Garrett, by the way, had uh, a total of five tackles, three sacks, twenty-two yards in sacks, five quarterback hits, and three tackles for loss. Those of us who predicted him as defensive player of the year feel pretty good about that effort, right, Sean?
1: Yeah, and I th- I mean I I do think I'm impressed by the Browns' defense in Miles Garrett, but a part of this has to be they played the Jets' offense and. I agree with what Ryan was saying about Adam Gase. We've been talking about it on this podcast the last couple of weeks. There was a play that I think completely sums up the Adam Gase experience, which is the check down um, offense, the screen offense, where they went for a fourth and two down 16 to three in the third quarter. Um, In the red zone, they had to get to the 12-yard line. If you look at the play, Luke Falk throws the ball to Le'Veon Bell, who catches it at the 19-yard line. They threw the ball six yards behind the line of scrimmage, on a fourth and two, and I—it just seems like Adam GaSe is supposed to be this alleged offensive mastermind, quarterback guru, and it seems like he, what he does is he puts defenses in good situations. So I, mean, I just I don't get it. And there's that whole profile that came out how he's staying up late. We've talked about this. Why is he doing that? What is is he accomplishing? I don't think he's working. I think he's on, like, Netflix, and he's, like, procrastinating. Like, I remember in college, like, I used to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the library and study, and then I'm watching, like, friends' videos on YouTube for five hours and not really studying. I think that's what Adam Guse is doing. He's not really actually studying. He's watching videos on YouTube instead of drawing up game plans.
0: I like what this uh, new audio equipment has done to your voice. A little crisper, a little clear. You know, so.
3: He
2: went through
0: puberty. Sound, yeah, it sounds like he finished his puberty. Sean, <laughs> welcome to adulthood,
2: man. He you need to send him a present, Brinson.
3: Uh, hey. <laughs> I, have a, I have a quick request, and this is going to be pointed directly at Will Brinson any of you morons who tweeted this out. When Trevor Simmons got hurt, I looked away intentionally. So what does Brinson do? He puts it on Twitter in slow motion. I think Trevor Sipkin might be hurt. The guy looked like he broke his ankle. Why do people – why do I – why does he want to see that? Why are you taking – the man has a family. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Why would you tweet someone
0: breaking their leg in 14 places just so it can build your brand? He probably just had his Achilles snapped in 17 spots.
2: if If there are retweets or potential new followers involved, you know Brinson's putting the video out there, Wilson. I don't even know why you're asking that question. How many retweets did that get?
0: Uh, that's that's a, a real question. <laughs> I mean, a couple hundred, probably. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, not I'm not trying to. Have laugh. you no decency, sir? Look, I was rooting for Trevor Simeon. I, I like Trevor Simeon. Did you hear the? <laughs> yeah. We, can What's we that, play that? That's a hell of an answer, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll see if I can get the uh, the intro. I'll tell, I'll tell Diva to drop. They, it. they
1: mic'd up Trevor Simeon for this game. If you weren't watching, which is the most boring possible choice you could have chosen for a mic'd up. And... Yeah, the
3: game was over as soon as he made those two comments.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, he got up there. and He goes, "Let the games begin." <laughs> like, all I could think was I want to play this at the beginning. I, I feel bad we're making a joke about this when he clearly destroyed his ankle. But I mean, I I wanted to. Um, I wanted you know to know
3: what uh, Adam Gase said when he said, "Let the games begin." Oh God, we're Luke Falked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. By the way, Gase
2: looks looks. There's no ficking chance. Sam ficking chance. I'll try to make my own f bomb. Sorry, thanks, guys.
1: Thanks, Breach. I I don't know if you guys were paying attention when the first. When the first half ran out, the way Adam Gase was just sauntering over to the locker room, it was almost like he was doing a Jay Cutler impression. Like, it was like, this guy looks like he's walking to the DMV. Like, he does not want to walk to the locker room and have to, like, talk about this. It looked like he was already over this game. And I really do wonder. It's funny because Greg Williams is on that staff. How long Adam Gase is going to last in New York, and this is just going to be another job that Greg Williams could get himself into as an interim coach.
0: Well, worth noting as Adam Gase is walking depressingly to to halftime, um, the 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 score at that point in time uh, was uh, sixteen to three. It was a low scoring game. The Jets had. Managed to get one Sam Ficken field goal from 46 yards out. They had done nothing on offense. At one point they were in a third and 33 with negative three yards Mm -hmm. of offense. Um, and, uh, and he ran this, they got the ball in the shadow of their own goal line with like, I don't know, 15 or 20 seconds left and. They ran play action, like surprised they caught him off guard and Luke Falk made a great throw and whipped the ball down the field and hit Josh Bellamy in the hands and Bellamy completely dropped it. And then they had to punt. Baker uses it to get down. They get an Austin Siebert field goal to go up to 16-3. And you can tell that Gase was just, I mean, utterly demoralized in his situation. Cause look, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Gase is going to get fired because, well, Derek, right. like, 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 Mike Tomlin's not going to get fired either because Ben Roethlisberger's out for the year, right? I mean, that's, that's... The only way he could get fired is if Darnold...
1: They lose a bunch of games without Darnold, and then Darnold comes back, and Darnold looks terrible under him. That's the only way, but I agree. Or, He's not going to get fired based off whatever happens without Darnold.
0: Or they lose the next two or three games. And by the way, they're 18-point underdogs to the New England Patriots next week. Take the Pats. Um, and uh, if they lose... like. Like he freaks out cause Luke Falk's not playing well and he starts calling, remember you used to call out Ryan Tannehill for not getting like back on the field. He starts calling out Darnold for being soft. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you anymore. My quarterback has mono. What am I supposed to do? What do you want me to say? You want a daily diagnosis of why my quarterback's not here? I don't know guys. I don't know. And then like Darnold rushes back and then his spleen explodes on like Monday night football and he dies on the field. That might get him fired too.
1: That was actually a really good Adam Gase impression. Think, That's better than your Jerry so. Jones impression. Yeah. Way
0: better than your Jerry Jones
2: impression. And you know it's the thing is that Sean was just talking about how Gase is spending 22 hours a day at the office. He skips his wife giving birth. He's doing all these things, and he has nothing to show for it. And here is the thing Gase should be judged on is that before Trevor Simeon's ankle was destroyed, he was in there for three full offensive drives. Do you know how many yards – the Jets gained on those three possessions, two, two yards total on those three possessions. One of them was for negative four. They only ran 12 plays. So that was the guy they practiced with all week. The guy you're building your game plan around, and you can only muster two whole yards on three possessions. That's not even a yard per possession. And so if Gase cannot get more than that going with whoever the quarterback is, I don't care. If, if a guy is good enough to play in the NFL, he's got to be able to be better than two yards, especially against a, a Browns team that looked average. Uh Yeah, so Gase just – he somehow looks worse every week, which doesn't seem possible, but he manages it, which I'm happy because we're going to get more Brinson impressions of Gase.
0: <laughs> Here's the uh, hold on. I'll just this real it? quick? Yeah, let me read their drive chart real quick for you. Punt, 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 field goal, punt, 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 downs, punt, downs, downs fumble, end of game. It's not great.
3: okay knowing what you know now and assuming the coaching doesn't change for the next two years would you rather be the jets or the dolphins for 2021 not 2020 2021
0: oh um 2021
3: yeah Darnold will still be there
0: i really like Darnold, so that's hard to say um because my point is
3: you wanted to be the dolphins my point is that we're talking about all this the Dolphins' stockpiling picks. We can talk about it later, but I, it just occurred to me that you'd rather see the Dolphins.
0: That's a, that's a very good question. I mean, here's the thing: like, I think in uh Jamal Adams, Quinn and Williams, um,
3: Marcus May,
0: yeah, and uh, love, love love Bell, Bell. Yeah, look great there. today. <laughs> yeah, but they're paying love Bell and C.J. Mosley a lot of money. They're a running back and in an inside linebacker. I don't love that, but I mean, like, Darnold, ja- Jamal Adams, and Quinn and Williams are really nice pieces that they drafted high. The problem is. They're not going to be any good by the time they have to pay those guys. And I think um, uh, Mike Mcagnan, who just got fired from the Jets this offseason, spent so much money in free agency that the it feels like a bill is going to come due. I, I would probably still rather be the Jets because I think if Darnold clicks – they have a much better chance of, like, we know, Darn- I I I feel like I know Darnold is going to be an o- above-average quarterback. I have no earthly idea what the Dolphins will do with their three first-round You can't runs.
3: name five players on the Dolphins. That's why.
0: I mean, did you see Xavier Howard's tweet? Is that Will Smith, like, wandering around in an empty room. It's like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's all I had.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's a good question, Ryan. Um, let's talk about Baker Mayfield a little bit more because the Browns are now embarking on a, so they there's a huge win. They got, I mean, sandblasted in week one by the Titans, 43-13, even though the game was closer uh, in the fourth quarter, 15-13, turned into a runaway train. They needed to have an emphatic win with Sam Darnold out on Monday night, and they did it in terms of the score. No one's going to look back on this and be like, oh, the Browns weren't that great. I mean, they won by 20 points on Monday night against Luke Falk and Trevor Simeon. Here's the problem. Their next five games are against teams that are combined 10-0. and 0. The Rams are 2-0. That's so that's
3: them. good Brinson tweeting, by the way. Those are the tweets that I like from you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate
0: that. Uh 2-0 Rams, 2-0 at Ravens, 2-0 at 49ers, 2-0 Seahawks. Bye, 2-0 at uh at the Patriots, and then they have to play Denver, too. So you're pretty much screwed there as well. Um what do we what do we think? What do we think is going to happen with Baker Mayfield, Ryan, over the next four weeks leading into the bye? Ignoring the I think they're going to lose at the Patriots, obviously. Um as Debo helpfully points out, the, the, the Rams are minus three at Cleveland on Sunday night, which is mm. a little interesting. How do, how do you think Baker is going to assert himself over the next few weeks? Because Freddie Kitchen has made some mistakes, thought he made some more on Monday night. He left Baker in there way too long. He's getting beat up. Just run the ball and get the game over with. Uh, Baker looked a little jumpy and that was just with the Jets pressure that again didn't feature Quentin Williams.
3: These are tough matchups. Now, I think it's good that they're, they're facing the Rams in Cleveland because,
0: look, I know that Sean McVay loves
3: J- Jared Goff, but Jared Goff is a system quarterback. It just he happens to be in a really good system. But that said, uh, if Baker Mayfield is confused by what the the Jets were doing, he's going to be introduced to Sam Darnold, uh, Sam Darnold, <laughs> Aaron Donald. Uh, well, Sam Darnold's going to be a, a defensive tackle. But Aaron Donald, who absolutely destroyed the rest of Drew Brees' season, so that's something that's going to take, take into consideration and deal with that. And then they're at Baltimore. I don't know how they're going to win that game. I, I'm just going to be straight up. I know that we just talked about how good the Browns' defense has been, and, and it has been really good. But Lamar Jackson is the best player in the NFL right now, and I'm not even kidding. At San Francisco, we'll see how they turn out. They have to play the Steelers this week in San Francisco. They've certainly exceeded expectations. And then the Seahawks, who came to Pittsburgh and won convincingly on that second-half effort, the Browns' defense is better than, than the Steelers, but – if Russell Wilson is allowed to throw the ball like he did in the second half, and they were hinting at that, Pete Carroll did today in his press conference. That's trouble for the rest of the NFL. So, I mean, if they win two games before the bye, in addition to what they they when beating the beating the Jets, that's a huge development. I don't know if they can do it.
1: Yeah, I think I picked the Browns to make the playoffs. I think all of us did. Brenton, you didn't, or did you?
0: Uh I did not have them making the playoffs. I had the but Steelers. a lot of I would. Well, I had the Steelers and the Ravens in the playoffs, and I would. Right now, if you ask me who, who's making it, um, I would have – obviously the Ravens winning that division, the Chiefs making it. I would probably put the Chargers into uh, – it's a, it's a, it's a dogfight between the Bills, Chargers, and Browns. For that, for right, the, and
1: the reason why I picked the Browns to make the playoffs is it wasn't just the addition of Odell um, and the defense getting better. It was the belief that, look, Baker Mayfield was incredible as a rookie, and he was only going to get better. Um, In the second year in the NFL, second year in the same system, all that. And it's only two games. I'm not saying, you know, Baker Mayfield sucks now. But to this point in the season, he has not gotten better. He's gotten – he looks a lot worse. And especially today, the things that – Monday night I think the things that you noticed was you know fading away from pressure not stepping into his throws he missed a lot of throws high Um he missed one little dump off to his, to his running back who had a lot of green grass and he just underthrew it and it's only two games but he's now thrown four interceptions two touchdowns 610 yards and a 73.4 passer rating and again I think there's he's going to get better obviously he's not the quarterback we've seen the last two games but if you were to ask me now to revise my picks, I don't think I would pick the Browns to make the playoffs um, unless we see something more from Baker moving forward. And that offensive line still remains a bit of an issue because he was under pressure. He got sacked three times again. He was sacked three times against the Titans. Uh, so Browns still have some question marks. And Baker Mayfield, I think, uh, I think in the summer there was an argument: Would you rather have who's better, Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield, or rather, who's going to be better in the 2019 season? out of those two. And I think a lot of people would have flip-flopped on it and gone back and forth. And I think right now it's pretty clearly Deshaun Watson.
2: Well, here's the thing is I also have the Browns in the playoffs. So I don't think they're left for dead just yet. If they can just pull out one of these next four before the bye, I think they're good. Cause look, they have two games against the Steelers who obviously we've already talked about everything. They don't have Ben Roethlisberger. They have two games against the Bengals. All of a sudden you have four very winnable games that gets you up to five right there. And if you can get to nine and seven, that's probably getting you in the playoffs
0: in the AFC. I, just a quick, just not to interrupt here, but I am interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, like, like the idea that the Browns are just going to breeze past the Steelers on the road and breeze past the Bengals who no longer have Hugh Jackson on the road. Uh, it feels a little like a no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying these
2: are very winnable games. I'm not just like locking, I'm telling you why I do, I still have them penned in the playoffs
0: because of that. Right, right. No, I'm with you. Like the back half is. Can I give them that win over the Dolphins? You (laughs) can't. Week week eleven on is Steelers, Dolphins at Steelers, Bengals at Cardinals, Ravens at Bengals. I mean, that could be a, that's where if the offensive line can get a little better, maybe they make a trade, add some personnel, uh, Baker starts to find his groove down the stretch, they could rip off a bunch of wins and make a playoff run. But I mean, this next fight, I'm not, I'm not buried. I mean, they're one on one. It's fine. But, I mean, but also that week, week, uh,
2: 16, they play the Ravens. The Ravens could be like 10 and five, have already clinched the division, can't clinch, uh, first or second seed, have nothing to play for. Boom, Browns win. I mean, they have they close the season with basically seven winnable games.
3: But, John, if they start two and six as, and you're saying or two and four, right, two and four, you're going to the bye and you're like, well, they can still bounce back. Historically,
2: have the Browns been good at bouncing back from being two and four? No, they're the worst bounce-back team in the history of football. That's that's sort of my concern. And the other concern is that they didn't look good against the least difficult defense they're going to see. I mean, now, again, you just said they have to go against Aaron Donald. They have to go against the Ravens defense. They have to fly across the country and go to San Francisco. And I don't even want to know what the Seahawks are going to do to them. So if if they didn't look good against the Jets, who are they going to look good against until they play the Dolphins in, like, November or December?
1: The flip November. side of this, to be optimistic, is that the Browns are one-on- one with Baker Mayfield not playing well at all and what happens when he starts playing well I mean they oh, you don't know that's coming
2: you don't know that's coming
1: though uh, I, I would bet he's gonna improve
0: I th- Look, he wasn't he wasn't terrible on Monday I mean he he, was he, he wasn't great he he made some he made some both games so far he's made some very good throws and some very bad throws
2: he didn't throw three interceptions in the fourth quarter on Monday
0: I'll give you that that is that is true I mean like and look, Odell Beckham helped pad his stats because he threw a slant to Odell Beckham and Odell Beckham took it, uh, 89 yards. But you know what? That's why you trade for Odell Beckham. I'm not going to get mad at somebody for throwing a slant to Odell Beckham unless it's Eli Manning, uh, because that, well, no, actually I'm not even mad at him for that either. But yeah, I mean, look, like I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think the Browns are the Brad. This is, we talked about stacking wins yesterday, right? I mean, this is what you do. You have to win. This, heard about it. You, yeah, I know. and Guy stole it from me. Can I
1: ask you real quick? Mm-hm. About Nick Nick Chubb's first two games, because we were kind of on I, – I, I love Nick Chubb, but we were kind of on polar opposites about, like, where he should be drafted and over certain guys, and, I mean, I think to this point he's been slightly underwhelming, um, as has the entire Browns team, obviously. Uh, do, is there any – like, if you could go back in fantasy drafts and redo it, or if you were looking to trade away or trade for Chubb, would you – how do you feel about that? As the first two games changed his outlook for you?
0: Well, uh, here's a good comparison since they were drafted next, back-to-back to, back to each other. Well, I mean, if you look at Fantasy Pro's ADP, I'm not sure this is really reflective of what was happening at the end of drafts. Uh They had, I mean, Dalvin Cook was 15 and Nick Chubb was 10. I wouldn't do it. I was taking Dalvin before Chubb. Uh But I was definitely eyeing Chubb in the second round if I could get him. Would you rather have Nick Chubb or Todd Gurley right now? Chubb. Chubb. For sure. Like if so I but I think you could go to the Chubb owner and offer him Todd Gurley and he would probably give you Chubb back. And I would do that in a heartbeat if I was a Todd Gurley owner. I'm not, but I think you could easily do that. Um I also made the point. I'm curious Sean what you guys or all you guys think. So I said on fantasy football today, if I own Todd Gurley, I would go and trade Todd I would offer the Juju Smith Schuster owner, Todd Gurley, or the Michael Thomas owner, Todd Gurley, because I think they'd be panicking. We talked about that on the emergency pod. Do you remember that? Did we already do that today? Yeah.
3: Definitely. Everything you've said, we've heard.
0: Well, at least Sean thought about it. Sean didn't remember. He's kind of thought about it for a second. Uh, Breach, what did you think about Odell Beckham having to take off his visor? I think that that came at the
2: worst time. I like if you want to talk about an officiating crew looking like they're out for someone. Odell makes this fantastic one handed catch that takes him down to the two yard line. It's third and goal, and the official like pulls him off like, Hey man, you gotta leave the game at this exact pivotal situation when I think it was still zero to zero. Uh you can't be on here for this third and goal. You have to leave, take your visor off. And Odell's sitting there like, Dude, did you not watch NFL football on Sunday? There are like a dozen dudes wearing this visor. And that's kind of what he said after the game that, hey, why are you picking on me when nobody else had to take their visor off? I'm wearing the same exact one other people wore. Uh, so I thought it was a little nitpicky. If they want him to take it off, the Browns' possession was about to end because they were on the one-yard line. Just let them take it off at the end of that possession. So I don't know about, why they keep what, going after him.
3: What about this, John? How about the officials pay attention during pregame warm-ups and see, look at the helmets and see what the visors look like and then inform the players that they can't wear
2: it? I mean, that would have been nice because he was also wearing a $2 million watch, apparently, that's what Aaron Roval from uh, – Action Network tweeted out, the guy was wearing a $2 million watch of warmups. I don't, I've never even seen $2 million. And he's got it on his wrist. Just call him Darren Roval.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <What was laughs> That's a weird pronunciation.
0: Uh, by the way, the uh, line, according to our pal, Mike McClure has moved already from Patriots minus 18 to Patriots minus 20 and a half at the pinnacle. Hello, that is moving up fast, which means that we may have, uh, multiple games. And I, listen, John, I'm going to tell you something right now. Don't steal this. Because I'm going to look and see if there's ever been a week in NFL history when there's been two 20-point games in a single week, and don't steal it because I'm going to find out because I know there hadn't been. So don't don't do it, John. I know you what you're thinking. You're thinking about stealing it, aren't you?
2: Brinson, if you read my early odds, you'd see that it was already in there last week.
1: I was going to say, didn't we go over this like last week when you did this exact same? Spiel but to Brinson doesn't about.
2: pay attention when me and Sean talk. So two, just two no, two games at the same time. Wait, did we talk about
1: that?
0: I have early-onset dementia? Is that possible? I
1: don't know if we did talk about it, but we should tell him we talked about it, so he thinks he has dementia.
0: We we talked about one game. We didn't talk about two games. Anyway, uh, let's take a quick – anything else from that game that you guys want to talk about? The Browns offensive line is still a problem, by the way. I said that. Three sacks again. I'm not sure that – I don't know. What what do we think about Nick Chubb? (laughs) I think the Browns
3: offensive line is a
2: huge issue.
0: (laughs) All right, let's do one thing.
2: The Jets are 0-2. What week do they win their first game?
0: Uh, well, they play the Patriots twice in the next four weeks. And in between those games, they oh. have the Eagles and the Cowboys. This is a problem. Uh, the Patriots schedule is week three. Excuse me, the Jets schedule is week three at <laughs> Patriots, then by week four at Eagles, Cowboys at home, Patriots at home, at Jaguars. I mean, week nine at Dolphins is your best shot, right? Then followed by week 10 Home game against the Giants. Gase is going to start 0 and 8. Wait, are we sure, are we sure we shouldn't be sleeping on the fact that this team might go winless? Well, when is Darnold coming back? Because Darnold uh, yeah. is
1: in a season ending yeah. injury. It seems like Darnold could in theory be back by November.
2: They get the Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins all in a row. They're winning at least
0: one of those games. I mean, but it's a disaster. If you took the Jets over seven, you are freaking. <laughs>
2: right it's now. already over. Well, it's, it's done. Yeah. Tear take
0: yeah. it up. Yeah. So, yeah, you had to, yeah, you had to get one of these first two. I mean, that, that late like, They can still do some damage down the stretch. Uh, anyway, let's take a quick break. And we'll come back and, uh, break down the biggest news and notes from around the NFL. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. All right, Monday Night Football was the game on TV, but it wasn't the best action, I'll tell you that. The best action was Mika Fitzpatrick getting traded in the middle of the game. The Dolphins couldn't handle the Jets trying to steal the, we suck in the AFC East Thunder. So they traded Minka Fitzpatrick to the Steelers for a 2020 first round pick. Right. Ryan, you are remarkably calm about the Steelers situation. I feel like maybe doing all these podcasts and this draft stuff and having two kids who are, you know, sort of growing into, you know, adult men and and, and ruining your life and, and, and you know, grinding you into dust. Uh, it just made you sort of, uh, None to all the pain that the that your football teams like throwing on you is that true or or what's no
3: I'm actually I think part of the losing Ben Roethlisberger has been liberating because now you're there's no pressure that this team has to win ten or more football games and in a sense it's like and I'm not even kidding it's like being an NC State football fan or more precisely a basketball fan like you. Yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. Or being, uh, historically a Bears fan, or John certainly knows being a Bengals fan. Baroners There's fan.
2: some pressure now, Wilson, because if you don't hit 10 wins, you're going to lose your top five picks. Here's that, that, that is a uh,
0: misconception and, uh, fake so, news. Okay. Let's, let's talk about that, though, because okay. it is a very, very bizarre thing for a professional football team that's run by Kevin Colbert, um, who's a very good GM. Like he has a, it, I don't want to call it an impe- impeccable track record, but it's, it's pretty damn good. I mean, it's one of the, he's one of the five best GMs in, in the NFL and it's, it's not up for debate. Um, they lost their Hall of Fame franchise quarterback today or uh, for, for the season today or excuse me, on Monday. On Sunday, they fell to 0 and 2. And on Monday night, they traded their first round pick for a player that was drafted with the 11th overall pick last year. Now, everyone agrees Micah Fitzpatrick is a very good player being perhaps miscast in uh, Miami. But the inherent risk here, and I think Sean is on team don't trade first-round picks, so I'll throw it to him. The inherent risk here is that you give away a top-five pick. Yeah, I actually
1: – I'm I'm, I'm definitely team don't trade away first-round pick, especially when you just lost your Hall of Fame quarterback for the season in Week 2. Um, but I actually kind of like this deal for both sides simply because – I like it more for the Dolphins um, because I think there is really big potential this is going to be a top-five pick, and – we, I mean, we can run through their picks. They have three first round picks, including their own, two second round picks, uh, two thirds, two fourths, um, and so on. And they also have two 2021 first round picks and two 2021 second round picks. So that's how you rebuild. You got to hit on those picks. Well, but...
2: and let me say something because you mentioned the picks real quick is that that second second round pick because they have two of them is from the Saints. The Saints just lost their <laughs> quarterback. If the Saints flop this year. They literally could have five of the top 40 picks in the 2020 draft. I mean, that's insane.
0: So uh, So they draft three quarterbacks.
1: Well, I think it was RJ who tweeted something that what if they decide they don't like any of the quarterbacks this year and they trade out of the top spot. Think about how many. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they go quarterback, but it would just be hilarious about how many first round picks they would have. The reason I like it for the Steelers, though, is because look, Ryan knows that they've had trouble. You know, drafting cornerbacks, drafting members of the secondary. So it's it, – I, I would feel differently if they were trading a first-round pick for a guy who needed a contract immediately who was a short-term rental. This is a long-term piece for them. So if, and On the cheap. On the cheap. So I just – that's why I think that even if it doesn't work out this year – uh, I think that they're getting a player who was last year, according to Pro Football Focus, uh, the best quarterback in the slot, allowing the lowest passer rating in the league. So and if guess, you get who, that, guess who?
3: Guess the Steelers struggle with stopping, defensively,
1: slot receivers
3: more than anything else. Did you? If you heard of Julian Edelman before, you know that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, let me he's a, a couple other things of things I want to point he's out. All of Famer, I think. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well played, Spanky. Let me put on a couple other things. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Can we leave that out? (laughs) Big Ben says
3: he's coming back next year. So whether he is or not, there's that. So you're not going to draft a first-round pick. They just drafted Mason Rudolph last year. Kevin Colbert, who Brenton just alluded to, they had a first-round grade on Mason Rudolph. He went in the third round, so clearly not everyone felt that way. And I would just point out, and I understand we've talked about the rebuild that the the Dolphins are doing, and I get all that, but the Patriots trade out of their picks all the time because they have a draft board of about 65 guys. So you're not going to draft – 15 guys next year that are all going to contribute to the Dolphins. Maybe they trade out of those picks, trade back to next year, to 2021. But, again, you're pushing forward the whole rebuild process, so it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in two years. I'm fine with them stockpiling picks, but I don't – even this is – this would have to be a top-seven pick for me to feel like this was Steelers getting robbed. If it's the top 10 to 15, 10 or worse, 10 to 32, I have no issue with it. It's not going
2: to
1: be 32, Ryan. I'll tell you that.
3: (laughs) Not with that attitude, John.
0: (laughs)
1: Um, It's got to be, for the Dolphins' perspective, if it's anything lower than 11, then, yeah, they got absolutely screwed because they should not be – two years removed from drafting him at 11, they should not be getting worse than 11 pick pick back. Uh, So for the Dolphins, I think it just has to be top 10 for me to feel like it was a good move for them because they're also going to have the top pick in the draft, obviously.
0: Well, I think I think anything from – I would grade it on, and look, we we'll eventually grade it on the players that are taken by the, by the, the player that's taken by the Dolphins with whatever they do with the pick. Um, if the Steelers finish, uh, in the bottom half of the league, as in 16 or lower, I would say it's a good pick because you've got a player who you know can play at the NFL level at a discount. If it's a top 10 pick, I would say the Steelers probably made a mistake because, dude, Kevin Colbert, d- First of all, he's hit on, if you look at his last 12 picks, we're not counting Devin Bush, right? Um, he's hit on 60% plus of his picks. I, I think Terrell, do you count Terrell Edmonds as a, uh, as a hit, Ryan? He's still a work in progress. He's like a B minus C plus right now. Oh, okay. But he's not a bust, right? Like he's no. like Artie Burns, uh, uh but Bud-
3: pretty, a lot of people hate and he's, he's been a, a C minus.
0: Okay. And then, um, uh, who's it? Sean Davis? Sean Davis? She's second round pick. I uh, the second round pick? was the first round pick? Anyway, wh- whatever. The point being is that Col- Kevin Colbert has a history of drafting really well from the bottom half of the draft. Like he's hitting on 60% and he's averaging at like yeah. number 21 overall, including Devin Bush. I would assume that Kevin Colbert would be even better with a top 10 pick. So if you have a top 10 pick and you lose out on a blue-chip guy, th- how, what do you think this says about his faith in Mason Rudolph, I guess, is my question to you, Ryan. Well, they,
3: like I just said, they have a lot of faith in him. Um, they, and the players are actually behind them, too. We'll see. This could all change in a matter of four interceptions against the 49ers. But I'll, um, I'll point this out. Let's say the pick is number nine that the Steelers just kept, and they hit the ninth pick next year in the draft. Uh, all the top, There aren't very many edge rushers. They need edge rushers. The top two will be gone in the top five picks. There might be two defensive backs. One's a safety. One to be a cornerback. They go, are they as good as Mika
0: Fitzpatrick in the top nine picks?
3: You don't know. You're taking a gamble. But if you, you've seen Mika Fitzpatrick play in 2018,
0: all right, well let me let me ask you let me ask you this then. If you were doing, let's say you did your most recent mock draft this week, yeah, it's coming out Wednesday, it's coming out Wednesday. Are, are you finished? I mean, you're too anal not to be finished with it. Well, you, I, no, no, <laughs> I, I had I, as I was typing it up, the trade happened. Okay, but you but you have an idea of like who your top ten are, right? Yeah. Okay, where would make if you took Mika Fitzpatrick and dropped him into that player group, where would he go? Oh, he would be the, he, so
3: Grant Delpit is the best safety in, probably right now, LSU safety. And then Christian Fulton, his teammate, is probably the best cornerback. I would take Minka before either one of those guys. So Minka would be a top 10 pick in the
1: 20? No, 100%. Draft. He would be the top guy, the top defensive back, is what yeah, you're saying. Right.
0: Oh my God, who is this? Who did this mock draft? Trepasso gave Justin Herbert to the Panthers? What is this nonsense? Cam, Cam might be done. Get, Get your West. Herbert
2: jersey now, Brinson.
0: It's shenanigans. The Panthers. One more
3: thing, by the way. We're applauding the Dolphins for Get doing this. He's feeling
0: himself on this Mason Rudolph stuff. Yeah,
3: yes. We're doing all this no we're,
0: quarterbacks.
3: We're applauding the Dolphins for all the wheeling and dealing, and I'm on board with that to some degree. But do we have an explanation yet for why they gave up a second round pick for Josh Rosen?
0: Yeah, that,
2: that because that actually, they had so many draft picks, they didn't know what to do with them. And they're like, you know what, we will just we can throw one away. We have enough of them. It doesn't matter. But here's the thing about the Mink at Fitzpatrick trade is that I feel like this is something that Mike Tomlin probably not necessarily had to sign off on, but I'm sure Colbert actually talked to him before giving up a first-round pick for Fitzpatrick. Not that he had to, but in this situation, you do, because this really says that both of them are saying to the locker room, look, we think we can win with Mason Rudolph, which probably does mean something to the players and probably means a lot to mason rudolph because look you don't know you're replacing ben roethlisberger who's been the starting quarterback since 2004 so there's a lot of pressure and maybe this puts a little more pressure but yeah the team has faith in you and i also have a fun fact about the sealers <laughs> right what is it the fun fact is do you guys know when the last time the sealers did not no, have
1: wait, wait, wait. Wait, I did a fun fact once, and I put it as a question, and you guys said it would have been fun if I did it as a fact, but since it was a question, it didn't count. So start We're over. we
3: interrupting, Sean. Go ahead, Bree.
2: Well, different rules for each one of us, Sean. You're on the West that Coast. Seems you scary. have West Coast no, no. law. I have I, central I, time zone I, law.
0: I, I'm unfortunately going to have to side with Sean here. You can't say fun fact and then ask a question. You have to say you can either offer the fact as a f- piece of fun information, or you can say here's a fun little piece of trivia for you. And then ask the question. (laughs) Here's a
2: fun little piece of trivia for you guys. Do you know when the last time the Steelers did not have a first round pick in the draft?
0: Oh man, uh, that's, uh. And our Steelers
2: guru, I can see him thinking. It wasn't,
3: it hasn't been in the thoughts. Hasn't been in
1: the, in
0: the No Googling. Everybody put your hands up. Yeah, I need to see hands. No Googling. I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get this. It's too I'm going to throw out something absurd. I'm going to say like 1967.
1: 1978.
3: This is the 90s. When it, What is it, John?
0: Brinson!
2: Did you look it up? I, it's it's I, 1967. Get out of here. He looked it
3: up.
0: He had to look it up. I don't believe him. Saw my hands! yeah by the way um no, he looked smile. He looked it
2: <laughs> up. we we need a nanny cam in Brinson's office so we can see what he's doing
3: no we no, we don't <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I didn't look it up <laughs>
3: by the way what 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 if we find out like in twenty minutes that the Steelers signed the wrong sheet of paper and they traded for ryan fitzpatrick
0: <laughs> um. Is that a, was it, did you just steal that from PFT commenter? That was a good, that's good. No, because,
3: no, because Brenton just, um, breached. excuse me, mentioned Fitzpatrick and my, my mind immediately went to Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's like, oh my God, this is the worst night. Or,
0: or what if like, what if PFT's joke was like, what if the Dolphins are like, yes, Fitzpatrick, here's the offer. Let's all sign off on this. And they're like, ha, 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 you suckers.
1: You just- <laughs> have you, have you ever been in a fantasy league where someone has done that? We, I've been in a league where, you remember Adrian Peterson of the Bears was like a backup running back special teams player. Someone, one of my friends got, some guy in our league to trade for Adrian Peterson of the Bears Um and then the like, like commissioner had to step in and rescind it. So this More is something like that-, that that Steve Smith
2: guy that only had like 10 catches in his career was a Hall of Fame nominee because <laughs> the Hall of Fame thought he was Steve Smith of the Panthers and totally just blew it.
0: I've actually I've actually got kind of it's like an OK story about uh, that. that kind of situation Uh back. And I think this is like, oh, I uh,
1: really tell the story.
0: No, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember exactly what year it was. It was like, it was like 06 or something like that. And, um, I, uh, I, I was trying to make a trade with my buddy Garrett and I went into the little CBS little fantasy trade thing. You know how like when you do a trade, they're all very clustered. The names are all clustered together. I, cl- I was trying to trade for A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, and I accidentally clicked on Brad Radke instead. And I offered him like a great player, like a great <laughs> keeper for Brad Radke. And that mofo accepted. And like nobody in the league uh, was like, we got to rescind this. Everybody's like, nah, screw you, Brinson. We're not rescinding this. You're an a-hole. And, but then Radke caught fire, and I won the title anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. When are they making the 30 for 30? Oh, uh, he dunked
0: on you, Brinson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. I, know, I was about to come back with something else. Like, no, That's actually f- a pretty cool story. It was pretty fun. Yeah, and I've been like, Garrett, like, I'm like, I, yeah, but Every I've like, always remind him, like, Radke. And Garrett, fun fact. Garrett has not won a title in that league since then. It's been like 12 years. We had three sports going. Uh, all right.
1: I don't know if that's a f-
0: fun fact. It's a fun fact for me because he's my arch enemy here, Yeah, But
1: for no one else.
0: Here's a fun fact. The Jaguars want multiple first round picks for Jalen Ramsey, who has demanded a trade out of Jacksonville. Welcome to like if you took the Jaguars over it was probably done when Nick Foles went down. Now you're toast because there are the, the conflicting reports about this. I mean, like, I tend to think this is Ramsey trying to, and his agent has confirmed he wants to trade. I tend to think, guys, that, you know, this is him, like, posturing to try and get Doug Moran fired. But Breach, I, I don't know. I mean, like, do you think he actually wants to be traded? Do you think they will trade him? How do we, where, what's the next step here for Jalen Ramsey? I think you are undermining Doug Marone if you
2: keep him on the team because clearly these guys don't like each other. And it also just kind of tells you how dysfunctional Jacksonville is that you can have this just insanity on the sideline of these two kind of going at it and then both of them pretending like it didn't even happen. And then also if you're the Jags, this kind of makes you look foolish because Jalen Rams, they literally have a game in 48 hours. They play on Thursday and their star quarterback is requesting a trade. I mean, that's just the most inane thing you could ever think of. So this isn't the off season trying to cause drama. That's one thing. This is the middle of the season in a week where you play on Thursday. So just because that game is on Thursday, I feel like maybe Jacksonville is probably not answering phone calls on that right now. But I could see him getting dealt during that 10-day break after this game.
1: Breach just bummed me out by reminding me that the annual Jaguars-Titans news fest is, is this <laughs> week. Which, by the way, I swear that happens four times every single thursday
0: uh yeah, but you the, know you know what's gonna be better is that bears redskins game next monday night oh.
2: <laughs> <sighs> although one of the spots Jaylen wants to go to is tennessee and that would add some drama some spice if he did get traded before the thursday game and then played for the titans so it never happened but one
1: one landing spot people have brought up is dallas which you know makes sense for a lot of reasons i do want to note though that this is what Jalen Ramsey told Mina Kimes of ESPN Magazine uh, just a year ago. He said, I will never play for them. And, quote, he sniffs, quote, unless the Joneses leave. So I it's don't know if help. that's going to sit because he's mad. So he thought that the Cowboys were going to take him with the number four pick. And he thinks this is what Mina Kimes reported. He believes the Cowboys coaches wanted him, but that owner Jerry Jones bigfooted them and grabbed running back Ezekiel Elliott. Big and that's foot. why he. And that's why he says he won't play for the Cowboys. So yeah. that would be interesting if the Cowboys are trying to convince him to come. I, I personally believe he'd probably be willing to put it aside uh, to join a team like Dallas, but we'll see.
0: Um, what other landing spots would work? Because I'm actually in the middle of a landing spots post that I'm finishing this evening. You saw what um, he tweeted last year, I think, about Derwin James. The Chargers. So here, here are the teams I have so far. I'd be curious what you guys would add. I have the Chargers here. I don't think Tom Telesco would do it because that's – I'm assuming the cost is two first round of, two first round picks. And then Tom Telesco has been fuego on his first round picks. Only uh, three of his last uh, eight first round picks that don't. I've not made the Pro Bowl, which is really good. Um, that's uh, DJ Fluker, Mike Williams, and then uh, Jerry Tillery, who's in his who's in a two year yeah, and two rookie year. It's very good. Um, and Mike Williams is looking like a better pick than maybe it looks like originally. The Raiders they actually have two first round picks this year. I could see John Gruden believing that his team is better than it is and that adding Ramsey would be a big boost. He also told uh the Bussin' with the boys podcast featuring uh Taylor Lewan and Will Compton, where they hang out in a bus and talk to guys that mm. kind of jealous. Pretty good setup and Pretty, pretty cool thing. And I, mean, I think it's, it's in
2: Nashville. I need to get myself onto that podcast.
0: I was about to ask, does anyone think John will ever get on that podcast? Cause the answer is no. Um, and, uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> just, wow. you, should we make that into a bet? No, no, cause you'll, you'll sneak on there. Like, like he's oh, a serial killer. He knows. I'll, I'll, I'll sleep on the bus. Taylor DeLon's like held at gunpoint and breaches, is like, Brinson, you owe me six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I think, I think that the, uh, I, I ruled out the Titans. I don't think that the Jaguars and Titans would do an interdivisional trade. Yeah. Although, picks. but see, that's the thing. Like both teams should be willing to do that. If you can get Jalen Ramsey to play against the Jaguars twice a year, he will record 12 interceptions a season. And if you're the, if you're the Jags, get two first round picks from the Titans and make, you know, a salary cap straight to Jalen Ramsey. But whatever. are we all
3: convinced that it's going to be two first rounders eventually? I don't think, I don't know if it's going to well, be. I'm
0: about to go to that. The other team that can make sense, Kansas city chiefs. Woo. Improve the defense. Go all in on this year. Big Ben's out. You know, you got a window, like you just, you just got to beat the Ravens and the Patriots. And the Patriots oh.
2: just add a receiver every week. And so, you know, they have Josh Gordon and Tony Brown. That would be huge.
0: It's like uh it's like a cold war. They go Antonio Brown, you go Jalen Ramsey. Uh, escalation. Spe- speaking of the Patriots, how about the Patriots? Why would the pa- like Bill Belichick has shown a distinct willingness to get aggressive when it comes to pursuing elite defensive backs. He traded for Darrell Rivas. Um, he he also signed Stefan Gilmore to a huge contract, and I don't think I think he's pretty confident his team. Believe p- if, if he they p- if they trade for
1: Jalen Ramsey, the they've won the Super Bowl. I unless Tom Brady Do you Tom think Brady Tom Coughlin would do
0: that though? Yeah, for two first, two first, round, first round picks. Even if they're like thirty-two, thirty-two, sure.
3: And the Patriots, uh, I think JLC reported this, we're willing to give a first round pick and a player to for Antonio Brown, who's thirty-one years old. So maybe they're that's then outside the realm possibility if. If Bill Belichick loves Jalen Ramsey, which yeah. I would imagine he does, because he loves talent,
0: if he puts Jalen Ramsey and Stefan Gilmore on the same forget about it. Team, I mean, it's I'm open. saying it's over
3: unless Tom Brady gets hurt. Right. I mean, it's even over. if Tom Brady gets hurt, you don't it's need a quarterback with that team.
0: The, the only <laughs> team. the only team that has a prayer of hanging with that team is is the Chiefs. But even then, the powerful. but the
1: yeah the Patriots defense is so much better than the Chiefs defense that I would
0: oh that's the Chiefs offense. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I know. And then the other two teams, the Seahawks and the Cowboys, I was going to throw on there. Is anybody else I'm missing? I think the Seahawks, you know, the Seahawks, you always Ravens? Include- I don't know if they give that. They, they, they
4: like Lamar and his capital. rookie
3: deal. Yeah, but they like their draft capital more than most teams, I feel like. They don't do a lot of trading in first-round picks.
2: I think an interesting option would be the 49ers.
1: By the way, this a is
2: 2-0. They have a bunch of salary cap space. And I think that if Lynch and Shanahan, I mean, they clearly seem dead serious about Wayne. There's a lot of pressure on him. It's their third year. Why not beef up the defense, put them opposite Richard Sherman? And then all of a sudden you have, uh, a pretty, pretty, almost two good shutdown corners and you compete with the Rams and the Seahawks easy.
0: Um, I've got a sort of a wild, this isn't going to happen, but it's sort of like Bengals, Dolphins. <laughs>
1: I mean, they they reportedly were in for Clowney, which are in for clowny. I think they even had them for a visit, which kind of made no sense. So, so I don't.
0: If if the Dolphins called the Jaguars and said, "Listen, we will give you our two the two first round picks that is not ours," right? Like we're not going to give you the top. The Houston and Oakland. You, you give you give you Houston and Oakland's picks, or no, Houston and um uh Pittsburgh's. Pittsburgh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, it's like, we'll give you Houston and Pittsburgh's. First round picks. You give us Jalen Ramsey and they call Jalen Ramsey like, listen, here's the deal. You probably would sign a deal for $16 million a year. We'll give you $18 million a year. Or like, just go, I mean, just go up top to convince him to come to Miami. Would Jalen Ramsey, would he sign off on that? I don't know. Then you got to start. He's 24 years old.
1: He's about to turn 25. And the Dolphins don't even have to offer two first round picks this year. They could say, we'll give you the Steelers pick and then we'll give you one of our extra first round picks than 2021. I if mean. He's
3: frustrated with losing in Jacksonville. How's that going to be solved right. by going to Miami? Listen, would he, you he, take he,
2: 20, he, would you, would you take 20 million dollars to be miserable for the next year? Yes. Five years, 10 years? What?
0: I, I take yes. a lot less than that. I mean, it was
2: Cause gonna, he's going to be miserable.
0: Who cares? I'll take 20 million. He's
3: miserable now.
0: I'll eat
2: more miserable. Oh, uh,
0: right. you, you know, well, I'm,
1: I'm
2: agree. agreeing with you. Let
0: Princeton talk. He's, uh, he's going to <laughs> make some bold proclamation about. All right. Go ahead. All right. I'm trying to think. There's like. I mean what would you do for t- what wouldn't you do for 20 million dollars
3: but the question is would how much offer I'll take I'll I'll what.
0: I'll tell you what, I will, for 20 million dollars I'll eat nothing but dog food for the next year
3: uh, But you will get tired of it and you yeah, will wish but you I'll
0: had, 20 million dollars And at some point year yeah. yeah whatever I'll just pop food. And at
3: some point 2 weeks from now you'll be like god I wish I didn't do that
0: no, no, no. And I, I mean do I have to do I get paid like throughout the like do I get paid game checks or do I have to eat dog food for a year? You don't eat you get it all up front end. if you want. You're still eating as, dog food every day. As soon as this podcast is over, I'm emailing
1: Purina and uh I'm gonna see if they're gonna be down with this.
0: I'll do it. Bring it on.
2: If I'll,
1: I got the twenty million up front, I, I would maybe do it because then you could just distract yourself by enjoying I some of the I other want,
0: things. I want two million up front and then you give me the other eighteen million when the year's over. How's that? Whatever happened? you want, buddy. If you eat <laughs> dog food for a year, I mean. <laughs> I, was cool. gonna say, I, was I gonna don't
1: say, think anyone would give him the money. So,
0: John, email Purina. I was gonna say something worse than dog food, but I'm glad I didn't. Yeah,
2: dog food. Dog. Because then else. we would talk about it every day. It'd be like a free sponsorship. They're paying twenty million dollars for Brent to eat, and we would all love it. I mean, this would be non-stop tweeting. By the way, if the
0: Jaguars went, him- just to be clear. Would anybody? Would you? Would to, to be clear? You would not eat dog food for a year for twenty million dollars, Ryan? Would you would do no, that? I would not. Here's yeah. the question. Here's the question.
1: I don't know that. Nuts! You, got, you guys probably won't know. Is dog awful. food does dog food just taste bad? Which yes, or is it also like really unhealthy for humans?
3: Well, it's the worst. Like it's the, all the scraps that they don't feed to humans, and it may be like you know beaks and buttholes, as the saying goes. So they're packaging as chicken flavor for dogs to eat.
1: So like, would I would my health be compromised by a full year of eating dog food? I'm not probably. a doctor, Sean. There, the doctor there are are a lot eat? of. Can I take supplements? Nope, like vitamins and stuff, because I feel nope. like you're not getting many.
2: Watered off. I don't know if food. I
1: would. I don't know if I would do it. It's a lot okay.
2: to put your what you, All in. I know is that, like in college, I was pretty desperate for food at times because I didn't have a lot of money in the bank account. I was never eating dog food, so I, I think that. And you were food, still
0: happy. Dog nobody's willingly eating dog, dog food. Dog food's expensive. It costs it a mean it's Good. Yeah but, host. yeah, but it's, no, it's not like you're like, man, I'm dead broke. You know what I need is some dog food. I mean, like, <laughs> dog food is one. This, wall this, is, this is the
1: tangent <laughs> to destroy all tangents. Would,
0: would you eat nothing but ramen noodles for 20 million, for a year for $20 million? Oh dog God. food flavored ramen noodles?
1: would <laughs> you rather do it? the
0: ramen than the dog food? Yes, I'm just I'm trying to find, I mean, like where this like breaches. My concern out. with the
3: ramen is that your salt intake would be through the roof. Just so salty.
0: Yeah, I'm worried about
1: my health. That's that's what it's not the taste that that's why I said if I could take supplements, like I have $20 million. No, I supplements, afford, no supplements, I can afford a lot of vitamins and stuff. Water, Water and dog food. food. All, All
3: right, food. right, let's get back on track with Jalen and we can eat dog food later.
1: <laughs> the Jaguars should just fire if Doug Morone.
3: I don't know if that'd make Jalen happy though. Because
1: they still I mean, pay they, him. they won't because then they're setting the precedent where if you're a star player. And if you want the coach fired, or you know, we'll just do it. But if if the Jaguars, it doesn't work like this. But if they were like, we got to pick between Doug Marone and Jalen Ramsey, it's it's no question who's more valuable to that franchise.
3: But I think like Tom Coughlin as well has he's spoken out about Jalen Ramsey Ramsey's behavior. So I'm I'm guessing there's more than one person that Jalen Ramsey no longer wants to be around.
0: By the way, uh, real quickly in that, let's, let's get out of here because we're getting approaching an hour, but, uh, Tremaine Johnson was benched by the Jets in that game. They gave him like a $57 million contract at the, uh, in, in the offseason last year. That's not great. Um, He's the least well, of the worries. Speaking of New York stars who are heavily paid who might get benched, Eli Manning, uh, Pat Shermer would not commit to a starter on Monday. Does this mean breach that we're headed towards the Daniel Jones era kicking off this year?
2: If. Daniel Jones is not starting on Sunday, Pat Shermer should be fired. There is literally no reason to keep playing Eli Manning. You put him out there for two games, he went 0-2, the Giants offense looked like trash, Saquon Barkley was literally all they had. Once the Bills shut him down in the first quarter, after the first quarter, and Eli had to carry the team, he can't carry the team. He's too old, his back is weak, he's just, you he can't do it, you gotta bench him. And here's the thing, you put Daniel Jones in, your next two games are the Buccaneers and the Redskins, it's two possibly winnable games if you have Daniel Jones in there, but not winnable if you have Eli in there.
3: Uh, I would just point out that um, – and Michael Davis Smith, our guy from PFT, tweeted this out earlier on, on Monday night. Ben McAdoo was fired in the second season with the Giants. His record was 13-15. and 15. Pat Shermer is currently in his second season with the Giants. His record is 5-13. and 13. So I'm not clear how Pat Shermer is doing a better job than Ben McAdoo, which says – a lot of things you don't want it to say if you're a head coach who's going to be looking for a job soon. And again, I don't, I don't understand why Eli Manning is still in the field. I, I, I can anyone give me one reason why Eli Manning should be out there?
1: I can't give you a reason why I would keep him out there. But the Giants' reason is they're a classy organization, and Eli is this franchise icon, and we're giving him the farewell tour that he deserves. That's so that's basically their Pat reasoning.
3: Shermer's being forced. How many to farewell tours do you get?
1: How many what farewell, farewell tours do you get? Well, I think this fair, is fair. his
0: last one. If you're living, if you, like, for whatever reason in New York, no one loves a farewell tour like New York. It's like, oh, we gotta walk Jeter around. <laughs> I know. Mariano <King> <laughs> <laughs> Rivera, Rivera has to, like, wave to each crowd and every, all 30, like, 29 MLB ballparks. It's like, wrap it up, B. No one cares about your organization.
3: We're- you know, Mariano Rivera started in 1955, though, so that's important.
0: I actually saw Mariano Rivera pitch in, uh, in single A baseball. So. Pretty cool for me. Um, but fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. I, fun fact, I have a Mariano Rivera minor league baseball rookie card here, Sean. What's
3: that's What's more fun, fun, that fact, or the fact that I saw Chipper Jones' rookie season at Durham Bulls? Oh my
0: god, that's pretty. That's pretty cool too. Uh, I saw Don Mattingly play at the. Oh my. Too. By hey, the way,
1: you want to talk about something else while these two have a baseball measuring contest?
0: By the way, this is this is y'all are getting destroyed on this thing. People are like, please, this is a laugh right? Give us the dog food. No, this this is a common sense. The
2: 28% are the people you want voting in America. Those are the people you want uh be friends with. Those are the people that don't eat dog food. Brentson uh, friends put a poll up on Twitter. that That's what we're talking about. I thought about, I
0: said that. Anyway, uh, look, I, look, go to Daniel Jones. This this Eli Manning thing is why it's it's over. You have to admit – what he, what they need Eli Manning to do is to pull an Al cervic like Ben Roethlisberger and be like, Oh oh my arm oh oh no I need a surgery and then he just disappears for a year and then Your we're talking, Roger Dangerfield? <laughs> yeah, from from Caddyshack, yeah. You know, and he's like oh no, my arm, I can't pull it. That, that was a good impression. Thanks, I'm on fire tonight. Um if I'm uh yeah, look, just say listen, Eli. It's not you. It's well, actually, it is you, Eli.
1: One hundred percent, you. <laughs>
3: it's, it's not you. It's me. I don't like you.
0: Yeah, um, I feel like they're probably waiting until the buy or why? I, why? I don't know, but I feel like that's Need what answers. They're probably well, this, waiting is, after- they, this organization
1: doesn't provide answers. Or they sorry they provide answers they don't provide answers that make sense. You
3: have to so do this, I, We saw it with
1: the, yeah we saw it with the Saquon pick when you know they were attempting to ask them about it. They didn't even feel the trade off trade calls. So I don't think we're gonna get a reasonable answer. By the, the way, answer the, uh, is what I said.
3: The caliber of the voter in this Brinson Twitter poll is is exemplified here. Uh, I voted no, but I meant to vote yes. So that's just take.
1: I was gonna say. I mean, these are Brinson's followers. So right. like These are Brinson's people. We should probably just pick whatever loses, and that's that's the category you want to be in.
0: Hey, you want a fun fact? No. This Is
1: this from Debo? We're, we're killing fun facts today, but I'm so all for it. for it.
0: So this has happened during the 2018-2019 <clears throat> NBA season. The Phoenix Suns traded Trevor Reason to the Washington Wizards on Saturday for Kelly Oubre Jr. and Austin Rivers, according to multiple reports. The deal capped a confusing series of events that unfolded Friday night when a proposed three-team trade fell apart over confusion about whether Dylan Brooks or Marshawn Brooks would be included. Ah, I actually go. remember this. life, really? <laughs> These morons in real life did this. It's unbelievable. Um, and uh, one more. Uh, oh, Vin- Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri uh, wasted 30 minutes of John Breach's life. He is, in fact, coming back to play football, and he's going to keep kicking. John, do you think this was – feels like Frank Wright talked to him and is like, hey, man, you're going to be fine. Just keep rolling out there and kicking. And also, we can't find anybody else to take your place, so don't go anywhere.
2: Yeah, it was definitely B. If you're the Colts, you literally said, look, man, there is no one out there. The Jets are on, like, their fifth kicker in a month. Uh, everybody's looking for a kicker. You cannot leave. And here's the one thing I will say about Venateri, a tweet out, a stat on Monday – just about how, how much he struggled since his last birthday. He turned 46 on December 28th. Since then, the Colts have played five games, including the playoffs. He's gone 50% on his field goals, three of six, and he's gone 64% on his extra points, mm. nine of 14. And that's horrible. But here is the one redeeming thing if you're the Colts is that all five of those games were on the road. The Colts have somehow played five straight games on the road dating back to last season. So now you get back to Indy. You get back to your comfortable spot. You're indoors. Uh, so as long as that gets him back into his group, the Colts are fine. But if he goes out there and chokes on Sunday and looks bad, now you're, the problem starts all over, and you really have to think about getting rid of him. But it, it, if you're a kicker, being in your routine, that's the thing that fixes your group, and they play two home games in the next two weeks – Get back on track, and then he could be good.
3: Uh John, who's the best available kicking free agent?
0: <laughs> John.
2: That would be Sean guy. Wagner-McGuff's best friend, Cody Parkey.
3: Is
1: it really? I mean, he's probably that, – that's probably that's the, why, one that's of the why first Frank guys Wright's I call. So eager, I mean, eager. that's why I was – when Vinatieri struggled the first few games, I didn't think they should – or he should retire unless he i mean wanted to, but i didn't feel like the Colts should go pursue someone because there's just there's no one else out there i mean we've seen we saw all these teams this off season try to find a kicker, and they just couldn't do it and I just I I just, I got to put Brinson on blast here because this is <laughs> the Will Brinson experience exemplified in one situation. Which he, not- he goes on this he goes on this thirty minute tangent and he asks us this question and I give him my answer and I ask him before I give him my answer, can I take vitamins and supplements? The answer was no Did on I Twitter. No? Yes I, on think tw- I, said, I think they said no. On Twitter right now, everyone's asking him that. He's saying, "Yes, it's not
0: food. You can take vitamins." Well, then my answer completely changes. Okay, I, I didn't. I I'll be honest. I had to research whether eating dog food for a year would kill you. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> apparently, it will. Um, or could. Uh, so look. So the, who
1: was the idiot here all along?
0: The three of you said knows. no.
1: Or
0: yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so wait, how long until Brinson's dead from
2: his dog food? No, really? no, no, and you have to sign a waiver so that you can, your family can't sue Purina after this is all said and done. And they don't uh, get the money.
0: No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, think you, I think you can definitely take, like you can take the men, like the men, you know, the men's one a day vitamins or vitamin C supplements. No, you can't, you can't add terms to the deal after the fact, uh, man. No, 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 you can do it. You can definitely eat vitamins. No, vitamins are food. Vitamins I'm looking at are- the contract but, right now. You can't do it. Unless they're dog vitamins. No, like you can't drink a bunch of <laughs> orange juice or eat a bunch of oranges. That's food. Okay. But you can you can definitely take supplements and vitamins to make sure you don't die. Well, you
1: probably oh. should have said that twenty.
2: No, that's
0: ago part of the ass. risk of getting the twenty million dollars is that you might die. You guys had no idea either. You're just rolling with this now because it John helps. What do, you, what do you What do you What do you mean? That was my entire argument that I was afraid of the health consequences. I Brinson, couldn't think you know. about Top Ramen.
3: You did This is uh, the entitlement that Brinson has. Like he is going to go sue the people. <laughs> also. I was on his deathbed because he didn't read the fine print, but he also
1: evidence he doesn't listen to us when we had this entire debate and we decided that we couldn't take supplements. I was, and he was calling us idiots for not, you know, for not taking the twenty million. And now he's googling, "Will I die?" I mean, come on. He he is Joffrey. You,
0: you see what happens when your children hit puberty, Ryan? It's a whole mess. I know. Speaking, uh, he's actually speaking truth to power over there. Uh, anyway. People can listen and decide for themselves.
1: <laughs> we gotta get out of here. I think people are still listening. That's ambitious.
0: I, I think so. Uh, make sure and tune in. Check out uh, YouTube.com/slash/CBS Sports. Myself, Ryan Wilson. And the dashing Brady Quinn will be doing a, a podcast on Tuesday for Wednesday. You can watch it on YouTube. I think it'll probably be up to either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. And, um, we'll try and be less awkward and ask less double questions this time. Ryan, how's that sound? Perfect. Cool. In the meantime, subscribe, rate and review. And I will, uh, we'll talk to you guys later this week.
4: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.